Blog Talk Radio. Man, I hope everybody can hear me because I got a new headset, so I don't have to actually <laughs> hold the mic up. But for the people listeners, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to get all the latest information. I know it's been a while since we've been on, but as you know, Sonia, everybody has lives, and it's just hard to get everybody because we're supposed to be on Tuesday, and I ended up having to work late on Tuesday, so we had to switch over things. Yeah. To- Thursday, and I'm constantly telling Manny, dude, we got to stay consistent, bro. We have to, you know, and it just all falls <laughs> by the wayside. But before we get to uh, Sonia, uh, it's been such a long time. How are you? Have you been keeping up with the wrestling in general? Uh, actually, no. I've been so busy with work, <laughs> and then the, my little foster baby has been doing a lot of things, so she's going to be going home soon. So we've been oh, doing a lot right? with that. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, my little honestly- baby. I think you've missed absolutely nothing, to be honest with you. Because, yeah. But, you know, uh, uh, a lot of the this, – this is what's happening. And, and real quick, let me go over the guests. Um, I have uh, Marvin, Mr. Kelly, coming on because there's a couple things that I want to go – big show coming up this, this Sunday. It's already this Sunday, which got canceled, which kind of worked out because it rained on the, with the date that oh, he yeah. had before. So it's going to be clear for this one. So that kind of worked out for him. So we're going to talk to him about the big show coming up with him. And then at about the 45 minute mark, we're going to have Lance Winters because they have a huge show uh, coming up on November 5th at the doll hut. I don't know if I talked to you since then, but I, I was, I, there was so much marijuana in my lungs that I couldn't even breathe or whatever. Cause I didn't know people could smoke that much marijuana. But before we get into that oh, we can. And, and talk <laughs> and talk to, uh, Talk to Marvin and then talk to Lance. Um, There's something that I want to hit on. Now, I'm going to wait until we get Lance Winters in here because I want to get – because he he, uh, helps promote a lot of shows. He helps put a lot of shows on. Mm -hmm. He's been doing it for a while. Well, well, Marvin has too, but I I got different things for him. But anyways, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I I follow Lance. Uh, He's he's always posting angry stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what do you, what do you call it? Um, I caught a little bit of heat for 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 what oh, I said, well. and, and I, I don't mean to or whatever, but it's just it's just the truth. And and when, when yeah. we get into it, believe me, you you'll have an opinion on it, and we'll bring it from okay. the pistol Pete uh, point of view as well. Okay, so so we'll right. we'll get into that and all that or whatever. But real quick before we before we continue, since I haven't had a chance to 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 talk to you for a while. Um, I haven't talked to Manny. I've talked to him. Uh, as a matter of fact, I hadn't talked to him in almost two weeks, but I talked to him yesterday. So have uh-huh. you or Pete Jr. or anybody, have you guys talked? Because this is this is what's going on. Yeah, I've talked okay. to him. I've talked to him oh, like okay. Any, anything major? Uh, nothing yet. Um, he hasn't said anything major. He just wanted it. It's just about the, the podcast um, stuff. Here's here's the deal, real quick, and for the people listeners, we're going to get uh, Mr. California in here in about 10 minutes or so, and then we'll, we'll get Lance at about the 45-minute mark. But Paul's photo has been a sponsor since the beginning, you know, sponsored this podcast, and we went over there, and we've done some live broadcasts. 
us and they've helped us out with photos and stuff like that. So we've, we've been wanting to do a show there for, for a while. But what's holding us oh, yeah. back is the city, they want X amount of dollars for a parking permit. Oh, now, as you know, Sonia, because you've been to many a meeting, it it, it takes yeah. money. You know, you 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 don't just yeah. rent a, rent a ring and get the wrestlers and go out there and do a show. There's a lot that goes into it. So, mm-hmm. when you have to pay over seven hundred dollars for insurance, and then they want a, a little under three grand. Okay, not three hundred. Uh, not we're talking three thousand dollars for a parking yeah. permit. It kind of you know what I'm saying. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So Manny and I talked to said, look, man. Like let, how let, many let, cars? <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. You've seen what it looks like, right? Because it's, yeah. it's a long like a long driveway, and then there's a big parking lot in the back, which is perfect. Yeah. So I can understand insurance because, you know, we've got to make sure people are coming. It's in the back. It's, it's off the street. Just want to make sure that everybody's yeah. covered. That I get. But parking permit, I mean, what the heck? I, I, I don't know if they're afraid that because there's a Tuesday morning and some other st- stores – next door if they're afraid uh, that we're going to take their parking so they want to be covered for it but they're not going to see yeah. any of that money it's going to go to the city so yeah anyways, we're, we're trying to get around that and, and we really it's the perfect place to do other than the bees that mark it is over in the corner it's the perfect place to do a show <laughs> so that's what manny and i've been talking about because i've had two shows this is years years ago at the moose lodge that's right there by the torrance dmv and sold them both out uh-huh. now hence Back then, I was able to get T.J. Perkins and Rocky Romero and people like that, which, which helped. But I paid a, a specific fee, and they let me use the, the DMV parking lot, which was perfect. You know, because oh, that's not being cool. yeah. yeah, and it worked out well. So, so I don't understand what you know what this whole if they have somebody. Yeah, new it probably in there, is because it's it's shopping uh, stuff. Like DMV's closed, so they don't care. But Tuesday mornings and all that are open, and yeah, yeah. You might, they and probably are concerned. And we can't have a show like on a on a Saturday night at seven o'clock. I mean, we could, but I don't know if that if we have to yeah. do that, then maybe that's what we have to do. But it's just so easier, so it's much enough. easier to have a Sunday afternoon show, you know, and because yeah. kids got to go to school. Yeah, and so they worked like out that. good so, too. No traffic. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, so that that's what we're working on, and I'm hoping we can get that done. Um, we're, we're we're trying for early February or whatever. That's what what we talked about. Yeah. But if if all that can come to fruition, I think you know. Hey, because God bless Metroflex Gym. We've had two really big shows there. And, yeah, and I love that place. Santana Jackson has just skyrocketed. You know, I, and I'm yeah, I, I've been seeing. Nice to see. We had quite a bit to do with that. Not not so much me. I mean, I booked him and, and figured out the match, but Manny's the one who came up with the with the pyro and the entrance and stuff like that. that yeah. Really, really and and this great, what, yeah. Yeah. And this is what these wrestlers don't understand. We're we're you know trying to help you get your your name out there and and get people to notice you or whatever. You, you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do get it because like look at like WWE when people come out, look at how flashy it is and how people are like they scream and they <coughs> love the way people walk out. So Manny getting the the pyro stuff and the lights and all the fog and the music like that's great. I love watching people walk out. Yeah. Too. And so and like, it's a show. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. people People don't understand, and you know, and and Pete Junior yeah. knows, and all that. That oh. how, how many we must have met you know probably. What? I would go ahead. Uh, you know what? We found right uh, yesterday. I think um, my daughter was going through some stuff, and it's uh, we have some boxes of my, you know, that I have for my dad. Uh huh. 
And then um, she we, she knocked over something, and it's a bunch of his old uh, UWC uh, shows, like the shows that he's put on. Uh, a bunch oh. of uh, old DVDs. Are, are they on VHS? No, they're on um, – he put them on discs, on a CD, oh. like the DVDs. Oh, man, I got to check those out. Hold on real quick. I got to call her. Call her right there. I am. Yeah, who might this be? <laughs> The son of a gun himself. You know, um, Pedro Jr. Go, go ahead. Hold on a second. I got to take a drink because I'm about to choke. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Pete, we were talking, we were talking a little bit about, um, about putting on a show and stuff like that. Now real quick, cause I got to get to, I got to get to Mr. Callie, but there's a very, very super, super important subject that I want to get out. Now, are you able to hang with us for a little while or should when, when, Mr. Callie comes on. Should I go ahead and bring it on with him, and we'll go from there? No, no, I, I can hang out for a bit. I can hang out. Okay, cool. All right. Well, you know what? Let me let me take let me go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, even though Pistol Pete Jr. just got on the air with us, let me um, take a quick break so that I can uh, take care of the sponsors and stuff like that, and then we'll get uh, Mr. California on here, and I'll bring him into the conversation because he's done many a show so it's it's very important so let you guys can you hang on real quick i'll make it short yep yep both okay hang on we'll be right back after this hang on everybody I hope you're listening because I'm getting ready to call you. But real quick for the people listening, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. I have Sonia with me and Pete, Pistol Pete Jr. himself just called in. So before we get to what I want to get to, which is it's, I'm glad that he called because it's very important, you got to check out Paul's photo, which we just talked about in the opening. Paul's photo is your one stop for all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. Paul's Photo has a wide variety of cameras, lenses, lighting, as well as bags and accessories. Paul's Photo also offers classes, workshops, adventures, events, and guest speakers. You can also check out Paul's Rentals, which include cameras, lighting, and backdrop stands. Check out their website at paulsphoto.com, or you can always call 310-375-7014 for more information. Paul's photo starts your adventure today. Let me tell you something. If you can, the way they use lighting, if you can make me look good, you're doing something because I am the most unphotogenic person in the world. So let me give Marvin a call <laughs> as we're talking and uh, we'll go from there. So we'll talk a little bit about his show and then we'll get into what I want to get into with you guys. Because I, I was telling Pete, I was telling Sonia, I caught a little bit of heat over this. Or I might want to go ahead and say a lot of heat over this. <laughs> you know, these guys want to come on the show and then I call them and they don't answer. <laughs> you forgot. Hello? Oh, my God. Oh, 
Okay. I'm going to send him the call-in number, and then if he calls, he can call. Okay? Let me send that real quick since we're live on the air. Okay. Please call. Uh, I'll give the, I'll give it on the air in case anybody wants to call in. It's 563-999-3016. Okay? So 3016. Hopefully he can understand he can understand that. So here's the thing: when he calls in, we'll we'll, we'll get him in, in on the conversation. Okay, Pistol Pete Jr. I'll start with you. You have a full time job, right? I do. Okay, Sonia, you you work too, right? Yep. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, when 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 I was coming up in the business. Okay, and this came directly from from Pete himself. He said, "Hey man, you, you you're at a crossroads. Okay, people are going to come and ask you to work here or there, Mexico, whatever." He said, "So you have to either get a part time job or um, something that's very flexible." He said, "Because wrestling's not going to pay the bills." He goes, and yeah. plus I had a family and all that, so I've always worked a full time job. Okay, you get what I'm saying? So here's yeah. the thing. When you're a professional wrestler, it's not if you're going to get hurt, it's when you're going to hurt. I don't know anybody in this world that's never had an injury that's been a professional wrestler. So I let's put it this way. Diane uh, calls me all the time. The, over there at the at the Lucha Arena that's over there on Florence and, and uh, Maine, every, once a year they do a show. We all come. We work for free. All the money goes to, to the building so they can, you know, for upkeep and plumbing and to keep it going because that's where everybody goes. So I have no problem wrestling uh, for free and the money's going to, to a good cause, blah, 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 whatever. I've also worked uh, quite a few benefit shows. Okay, I, I have, which I have no problem with. But here's the thing, okay? There's been a couple of shows, there's been a couple of people who've gotten hurt who don't work at all. They use, they try to use wrestling as their full-time job, okay? So if you get hurt, they start doing these shows, uh, benefit shows, to pay their bill. Now, I paid $4,000 out of pocket to get my right hip done, and I paid $3,000 out of pocket to get my left hip done. I work a full-time job. I have to pay it. I don't have that kind of money. I had to make it in payments. So recently, uh, uh, I thought it was a heart attack because I had chest pain and my arm was going numb and stuff. It turned out to be just a slight tear in the pec muscle. Okay, but all I did was go to the emergency room, right? They did some tests and, and you know, whatever, uh, took a chest X-ray and, and stuff like that. We'll take it around the horn. Pete, how much you think that bill was? Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm easily, easily, in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm easily, easily, what, twenty to twenty-five thousand? Uh, not that much, but Sonia, <laughs> that's a little too high. So, would you have an X-ray? And what else? I had. They took me in and did, you know, an EKG. They did some blood work. They did a chest X-ray, and that's it. Well, probably like about four thousand. <laughs> okay, it was. $7,000, right? Mm-hmm. And then after my insurance covered, it was a little over 3000 okay? So the, yeah. the lady, you know, the lady comes in, you're in the ER, and the lady comes in with her little kiosk, and she goes, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, you haven't met your deductible yet, okay? You still have $2,500 left on your deductible. She goes, but if you could pay 500 right now, 
will waive that, and then you, you, your insurance will just cover 80 20, 80%, and then you have to pay 20%. I said, I'll take that. So I paid, had to go in my wallet, give her my credit card, pay $500 right in the chip before they even would touch me. Okay? So yeah. then I, I got the bill, and it was a little, a little over $3,000, right? So I don't, I don't have that kind of money. So I had to go and negotiate. They said, oh, no, we can only take $200 a month, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, man, I don't have, I'm going to give you 40 I'm no fool. I know what I could do. Okay, then we'll take the 40 or whatever. So I'm still making – yeah, I'm making payments I like, I on it. I was like, I'm medical billing, and I was like, they yeah. can do less than two hundred. Like, I've been I've been in the medical business for thirty years, and I know all the collectors and the and the the billing people and all that. And they they tell me you could send five as long as you're sending something. So my point is, I I have to pay everything out of pocket. I'm a wrestler. I know eventually I'm going to need this. So. When a, when a couple came up and said, hey, man, you know, I'll, I'm willing to, but I'm I'm starting to get skeptical. Hey, bro, if you're going to be a wrestler, you have to have a job, even if it's part-time. You know, you can't yeah. rely on other people to pay your bills. You know, I got to get up every morning at, at, you know, 4.45 in the morning and go to work. You know what I mean? So I caught some heat for that. They said, well, you know, these guys are young and, you know, they, they don't have insurance and they need help and all that. Yeah, I get it. But so does everybody else, and you can't. Yeah, so well, let's let's take it around the horn. Sonia, I caught some heat for that because I said I, I really don't. I, I I do would like to help, but I can't. I got to go to work. I can't. You know, you guys got to understand. You got to have. You got to have a job. So yeah, so I caught some heat for I that. Think, so Sonia, we'll take it to you first. Give me your thoughts on that. I think okay, if you don't have a family, it's just you. Like I mean, you still need money. A part-time job should you should have a part-time job. You know, yeah, unless you have a rich wife or husband. Something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only time I could see it not being okay. Or being okay is that if you have somebody that will support you and while you right. do what you want to do. But, no, right. I think you should have a job. Unless you made it big already, then, okay, that's your job. But, well, no. Well, okay, when I was coming up in the business, okay, we're talking late 90s, early, early 2000s, I only knew three people who, who could make a living off of wrestling. One was Samoa Joe, the other was Chris Daniels, and the third one was Superboy. And but they were going to Japan, Michinoku Pro. They were getting, you know, they pay about maybe thirty seven hundred dollars, you know, for a week out there to do shows. So they they were okay. And plus they were uh, wives worked and stuff like that. So it was okay. But the, those are the only three that everybody else had to have a job. And I got offered to go to Puerto Rico for six months. And I'm like, I can't go to Puerto Rico. I got a family. I can't do that. So, Pete, give give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like like Tony said, if if you're young and single and and, but even then you need a part-time job. You need to be able to pay rent. You need need to be able to put gas in the car so you can get some gigs. Unless unless you want to just live in your car and then you can use the rest of the money for gas. It's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's your rent. But at the same time, yeah, you, I mean, you got to be able to support yourself because if you can't survive on your own in the wrestling industry, you're not going to, like, like people think that I mean, when you're in the WWE or they take care of you, you, you get a paycheck from them and they take care of you to a point. But you still got to be able right. to do all your own stuff, pay your own bills, figure out your own stuff. They're not going to do that for you. <laughs> and if you're yeah. here, you don't have a, a full-time job, you're not – or a part-time job at least, and figuring that part out of the, out of the uh, figuring that part of life out, then exactly. there's no way you're gonna survive. And and 
I, I believe me, I've done many, I've done many a, a, a show to help out for certain causes and stuff like that because I'm in the business. I know what it takes. It, it, it's hard, you know, to, to do things or whatever. But but as a young kid, you're in this business, you know you're going to get hurt sooner or later. And, and you know, mm-hmm. what, what are you going to do if, if they say, well, we can't do a, a benefit show for you because, you know, nobody wants to do it or, or – or something like that, you're going to get stuck with a seven thousand dollar bill. And now, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, the, the, I I caught some heat for that. I didn't I didn't come out and say I'm not doing it or whatever. I just expressed my opinion. But hey, these young kids got to understand. They, they you got to have a job. Their hurt because they felt the shoe fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I wanted to get Mr. California's, you know, opinion on that because he does shows and he works you know, and all that. And you, you got to, if you want to do shows and you or whatever, you got to have, you know, work for some money. It's not going to come to you unless you hit the lottery or whatever. So maybe when we get Lance, uh, Lance in here and talk to him, uh, we'll get his thoughts on that. Because I now I feel really bad. It's like, dude, well, I'm not trying to be, a, you know, a, a, a grizzled old veteran man or whatever but it's just it's just the truth you just gotta i'll come and sure i'll come and and work or whatever if you need something or whatever or, or nicolette or can can go and we'll help you but it's just you, you guys got to start understanding that you got it that's not the answer in other words you you got to you got yeah. to get a job you got to get insurance and you have to take care of yourself and i mean it would only benefit them in the end right so you got a, a part-time job you're working you got insurance you know, if you need gear or you yep. need some boots, you yep. have your money or whatever. You can't just okay. What's like? How do you get mm-hmm. that stuff without somebody either supporting you, right, like, and not have a job? And and let's let's put it this way. I'll take it around the horn again. I never worried about about pay. I never did. I'm not gonna come work for free. But if if okay, I'll give you an example. A promoter in San Diego said, "Hey, if you come down, I'm gonna pay you 100 bucks." This is pay 2,000. And I said, "Okay, no problem." cool. So I, I, you know, it's a two hour drive to San, to San Diego. I get there and he says, bro, I, I can only pay you 60. So now you're stuck. Either, either you take your 60 and, and go home or you, um, you say, Hey, I, I, we had a deal. I'm not doing it. And you drive home with nothing. So me, I would say, okay, I'll go ahead and work for you. I get my 60 bucks. And then after I picked it up, I'd say, Hey, don't call me ever again because we had a deal and you reneged on it or whatever. Or, but I didn't care. I had a full-time job. I'm not going to die if I don't get that extra 40. Now yeah. I had a, I had a partner that went by the name of Bronx bomber. Now I'll listen <laughs> to your story, but you, you, you go tell bomber that, that, that he drove all the way to San Diego and you promised him a hundred and you're only going to pay him 60. You just put your life in your hands. You know how many yeah. times I've had to pull pull that man off of people for, because he would he would give you a beating. He you know he, he I was that's why I was partners with him for five years because I knew we were gonna get paid. He called me go hey brother we're gonna go work in this and other. I'm like okay let's go because I knew we were gonna get. He had the reputation that if you didn't pay him what you said you were gonna pay him, you're gonna be in trouble, right? I, Pete, uh, I've I, had that a couple of times with Pete Senior himself too, where, where we've been promised money and they tried to back out, and I've had to pull him off a couple of people myself. You remember? Are you familiar with that type of thing there? Yes, of course, for my daughter. <laughs> well, 
if he dropped if he dropped money in our car, he makes sure we give him every penny back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have a few stories, some that I could tell on air and some that I can't, but that involve money and driving. But it was myself and and Pete Senior in my '88 Hyundai Excel which you would barely fit in and it wouldn't go over 55 miles an hour because you had two big marramos in there. But anyways, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll divulge on that a little bit more and we'll, we'll get to Sonia. Just let me take another break. Let me, let me um, text Lance, see if he can come on, see if he can come on early and then we can talk about his show. Okay. All right. Let me take a break. We'll be right back after this. I just uh, put this whole thing on my phone. This is what happens when you have live radio. I text the wrong person. I text Manny instead of somebody else. So we're all over the place. I'm just going to take a shot. I'm going to take a shot and see if he can pick up. So let me put this number in real quick. I know you heard me say, I got him when the went to the commercial. Okay. Call him now. Yeah, I caught a lot of heat over that, man. I feel bad or whatever, but dude. Uh, tough, the cost of living in California is no joke. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Hey, hey, Lance, it's Fabiano. You're live on uh, UWC Radio. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Thanks for having me uh, on UWC Radio. I'm proud to be here for another episode. It's beautiful. Real quick for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. I got Sonia. I got Pete. I know we've been slacking, and it's been a while since we've been back on the air. But we've been tackling some some heavy subjects. But we'll put that on the back burner for now because we got Lance with us. So, Lance, real quick before we continue, uh, I got Sonia with me. Sonia, say hi, and then Pete, say hi, so that he knows that we're all here. Take your time. (laughs) Sorry, I actually hit you. I said, hey, how's it going? What's going on, Sonia? Good talking to you again. And Pete, you're the gentleman that was lost in the stratosphere last time, right? We couldn't find you, couldn't connect to you. Yeah. You had a burner phone broken or something. Yeah, I was supposed yeah. to meet you last time. He was on track phone. Oh, yeah, his, yeah, his yeah. track phone. <laughs> you know what it is? Well, this is DP. Well, we, At my we, house, I get, I get no cell phone signal. 
and I use the Wi-Fi, the, the Wi-Fi yeah. calling, but if the Wi-Fi drops for any reason or someone jumps on the Internet, then my calls drop. So, you know, it just well, we've <laughs> We've been – we've upgraded since then. But real quick, there, there's a few things I want to uh, talk about. But, I, you know, i got to tell you, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm old or whatever, but – and it's it's very far and few between – that I that I go and I'm not gonna say that I don't enjoy the show, but it's I'm so busy and I got so much going on that it's like okay we gotta do this okay is the, is the pyro working and oh you know did this guy show up and oh he didn't show up oh my god I gotta pay him some money and well let's bring this guy you know so the the shows that I've been able to do for ASCW it's nice to just go and actually work and concentrate on the match so we had the <laughs> show over over at the Doll Hut and I gotta tell you man even though I'm an old man I had a good first of all. I was, you know, I was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch because they got a lot of uh, people that come and sell stuff. And I found uh, the the pin of the original U, uh, uh, WCW belt, the big one that Ric Flair used to used to have. So I bought that, and then I bought a ton of stickers and patches. I mean, I just I, I spent all the money that I made over there. I had to spend before I even got there into the match because there was so <laughs> much, you know, going on and stuff. Now let me tell you something, Lance. We're going to talk about the big show coming up, but we'll go back and talk about that. Okay, first of all, I had no idea, okay, and I've already mentioned this, that, you know, I brought Louis Alfaro in, and props to Mark Ortiz and Lance for, like, going, hey, bro, he's with us, but we're, we're comfortable in our company that we could let him come and work your show, and he can represent it, blah, 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 whatever. And it was good because I was impressed, even though, you know, we went over on him. I said, hey, man, Louis – you know, he's got guts, man. He's got heart. And I wanted to bring him into the fold. So when we had our match, I mean, the dude just went totally left, which I get it. You want to make a name for yourself or whatever. Remember that movie, Hey, I'll Make You Famous or whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, I ran into a buzzsaw, okay, just to be honest. So now I'm like, oh, dude, okay, you know, we got to pick up the pace. And then when he went and bro kicked uh, Nicolette, that took me over the edge. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But Lance, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm just gonna be God honest with you right now. The best part of that whole show is I had the best hamburger that I have ever had in my life. It was a meat patty with cheese, carne asada, another meat patty, and then all the fixes. And I I almost started crying seriously because it was the best hamburger that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> You know, talk about that a little bit because, you know, Pete and Sonia and I talk about that a lot. Is, you know, wrestling is there, but, you know, there's so much more that goes into it. You know, everybody has a family. Everybody has kids. So it's nice to go to a show and you see like that, like the pins and the patches that I bought. And then I had a hamburger that almost made me cry or whatever. So it was a full night. You know what I mean? It wasn't just wrestling. It was just a full night of just I really had a good time. So talk about that real quick. Do you and Mark, you know, sit down and go, man, let's make it a family affair and, and, and talk a little bit about that, about what it takes to get that going. So with me personally, first of all, thank you for all the kind words and your testimony. Those burgers are something else. And nobody believes them until you got to go and see it yourself. But, oh, my God. I'm a believer. Bring a grown man to tears. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Yeah, everything going on, whether you're getting pins or patches or some people do uh, figures, that's because a lot of my friends, you know, I mean, all my friends are only business people, people who have businesses, right. people that want to try to grow and expand and, like you said, feed their families and take them out to entertain. So if you're coming out to a show and you don't have to deal with the headache, I'm dealing with the headache. That's good for you, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. kids coming into the crowd, the kids, kids want to be able to enjoy what's going on. So that's why I always try to make sure everything's family-friendly. And I do apologize. I still have to apologize, put that face on, for the mafia kick. 
that Louis did put on Nicolette that was yeah. uncalled, but I'm un- cool. I told, I've made many statements that night that we don't run shows like that. We're not that kind of company. Just because yeah. we have death matches doesn't make us any lower quality than any other business. We just do things right. a little different. But the difference is the community. And it goes all back to, like you said, with whether it's pin vendors, whether it's art vendors, whether it's drinks, whether it's food, those are people with passion. Yeah, they yeah. may not want to be a wrestler. They may not want to have a wrestling company, but they have a, they have a thing. But they, they have a burger with carne asada with fixings that they want to blow up, you know. And it's, I feel like it's my, ob- my obligation, my duty as, in Orange County to give that man that exposure. And now you have it. you got a fan. i got more believers. We have more people coming. Yeah. Sonia, come on down. Try a burger. Pete, if you got the signal, come on down with us. I'll show you some good things. you got free arcades <laughs> for your kids. No one yeah. ever talks yeah, about that, right? But we have yeah. – we got that free arcade um, featured by Danny Retro. So even the kids that aren't into wrestling and the dad's just going to wrestle, the kids can still have a free arcade. This is a safe space. It's something I'm trying to change in wrestling. And I can yeah. go on for hours and hours about it, but you've seen what I've done. So just imagine what's still brewing in my head. And I appreciate yeah. you, like I said. Those burgers yeah. will change your life. It, I'm tell- well, it was, i got to give props to Nicolette because they, they, it, it was a plethora of different stuff because she, she said, do you want a couple of tacos? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll take whatever. So she went out and she comes back with this hamburger. And I'm like, what happened to her? She goes, well, this is a, a hamburger and they got carne asada, which I'm not familiar. And I'm like, well, let me, let me, let me try it. And I had, took a bite. Oh, my God. It was just, it was amazing. So luckily she was on top of it and got it. Now, you know, I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. It kind of. Uh, I don't want to say lackluster or whatever, but I've been so involved in the business part, you know, of, of wrestling and stuff like that. With Louis doing that, yeah. it, it it ignited a fire or whatever. So I've been training, you know, Nicolette to, you know, Nicolette, once, once she got into the business, I said, hey, if you're, if you're going to be coming out as a manager or a valet or whatever, you've got to learn to, you know, to protect yourself and stuff like that. So luckily, you know, she, she was okay. But still, when, when you, all I saw, because, I don't know what happened. Louis hit me like, okay, you know, like right behind your ear back there. The point of his elbow mm-hmm. caught me, oh. and 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 I was Thank hearing you. like, yeah, like a buzzing sound or whatever. So when I turn around, all I could see was a foot, and then Nicolette has such long hair. I just saw like the hair fly forward and then come back, and I'm like, oh, but I couldn't. Tell. <laughs> I was buzzed. I couldn't do it. So now it's like, dude, okay, now you're gonna see what what it's all about. You know, because I've been training, but I stepped it up or whatever, and I got so much in store, you know, for this. I'm like, okay, you know, now you proved your point. Now we see what you're about. So I went right to Mark, and I said, hey, look, man, you know, I want the rematch, and let's make it no DQ. He's like, dude, absolutely. Whatever you want, we're totally down or whatever. So that rematch is going to take place. It's going to be Sunday, November 5th. It's called OC Takeover. It's going to be at the world-famous Doll Hut. It's at 107 South Adams. In the city of Anaheim, doors open at 6, and bell time is going to be at 6.30. So I, def- I highly recommend that you – you can make a whole day. You can get there early. You can, you can eat burgers, tacos. You can check out the pins, the patches. If you're into a, a specific horticultural skill or whatever, they can take care of you there <laughs> if, if you would oh, like. I am. And, and, yeah, you know, I, I I had a good time, man. I got to tell you, other than getting kicked and, and my ear buzzing, it, I had a good time. So not only that, but let's go through some of the matches because I did get to see a little bit of JBD and Rickster. And I've seen JBD before and I've seen Rickster, but for some reason, it, it, it seems like they stepped it up a notch. I don't know if it's, it was because they were at ASCW or whatever. I don't want to say it got out of hand, but it just got kind of crazy. 
or whatever. So real quick, uh, talk about yeah. that, Lance. Those guys got some heat, instant heat, or because there's little two young guys trying to get their name out there. Yes, there's two young guys trying to get their name out there. And let me tell you how I manipulated the situation. Yes, I manipulated the situation. So you have Jack Bruce Davidson <laughs> and you have Rickster, two young guns, right? And they, they're, they're maybe three years old, you can say. Put it in the bubble. They're maybe three, four years old, and they only fight at home. And I told them, hey, well, if I take you guys out of home, who's going to be number one and who's number two? Mm-hmm. So ever since last year in November at the Great Reset, these two have been going at it, trying to one-up each other, trying to show that I'm the alpha. You're the, 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 the beta, you know, and it's yeah. gone to the point where now these two are not in the animal collar match, not in a biker chain match. This thing has been screwed over. Nobody can read a flyer. It's an adamantium biker chain match, which is closely right. resembled to a dog collar match. But, you know, the wordage, right. it's got to be creative and one of a kind. But these men, hopefully at the end of this night, we're going to have a definitive alpha and a definitive beta, and I just love to people's times. Because it makes them, like you said, more fierce. It makes them strike each other harder. It makes them not want to hold anything back because you're going to be in front of everybody. And what excuse are you going to have for being second best? Right. And That's it's, the fire it's a I lot put of under hair. those boys. A, a lot of hair. I mean, I just saw a lot of hair flying and sweat. <laughs> and I mean, it, it, and it must be nice to be young because the speed that they were moving, I was like, oh, my God, I was blown up watching it or whatever. So I highly recommend that you, that you check that out too. Cause that's, that's a big time. Now, I, you know, I was in the back and I see red spider Rudo and, and that's a big dude, man. I'm like, it's a big dude. And then I see look so kid and I'm like, mm-hmm. what, is, what is he doing? But then again, these, these younger guys uh, uh, are trying to make a name for themselves. So you know how you want to make a name for yourself. So you go pick on the biggest guy and that's what kind of what went on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the, what is wrong with you? But you know you, you talk a little bit about that because on one hand you got to give Luxor kids some guts for 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 taking the step up. Then you look at Red Spider and think, does this kid have a death wish or uh, you know what's going on? So talk a little bit about that. Of course, you have your all Southern California all Lucha champion Red Spider undefeated for a year, taking on the biggest and baddest Luchadores. And the one that keeps coming back for another ass whooping after another ass, sorry, can I say that, another butt whooping, is the one and only Luxor kid. And yes. I got to give respect to get beat by Red Spider and still want to be the greatest. I give him props, and that's when I give him opportunities. But I can't give him the belt. It's not my fault that Red Spider squashes and dominates this kid. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, I'm going to give this kid one last chance before I start looking into Mexico and looking for new talents. And um, it's going to be... You can see something crazy guaranteed between Red Spider and Luxor Kid. Well, although he's a big underdog, I might put put my my money on Luxor Kid, but the bet would be if Luxor Kid can beat uh, Red Spider Rudo, I would like one of those masks or or maybe one of the, the shirts that say Mexicali. Or whatever. There's, there's so much. Mm-hmm. The fans that come wear the Mexicali and the and the, the masks and stuff like that. I think I would like some of that merch, or whatever. So maybe that I could oh, put yeah. out with him with that. But because it's pretty cool, and, and it's pretty cool that you have a fan base and people come and they can wear their Mexicali, you know, stuff. And it it it, it, it just goes to show that that wrestling is still alive and well, and people come and they have a good yeah. time, and that's what it's all about now. Okay. I, I've known T-Rex for a long time, okay, and I have never in my life seen anybody that big that can move. I see that dude do a moonsault, and I want to just stand up and clap and go, 
to the guy who's who's under that thing because I felt the moonsault from Superboy and it is stiff. But you take one from T Rex, dude, and and they don't have to pick you up with one of those big like spatulas or whatever. That's saying something. So then you got BC Killer. Oh, yeah. who, there's nothing. Okay, there's a serpent titan wrestler that has no fear. Sonya and Pete, you know what I'm talking about? They don't. They just. Oh, they, yeah. They're on another level. They <laughs> whatever you want to put thumbtacks, barbed wire, whatever. Let's do it. And that's BC Killer. So now you put him up against T-Rex, who is the same thing, but just has this amazing agility for his size. I mean, it went off that the last show. I mean, to top that, is they're both going to be going, for lack of a better term, you know, balls out Rambo to get that done. So talk a little bit about that, Lance. So personally, I'm not too much of a fan of the ultraviolence. You know, I like to keep my suits <laughs> with less blood on them as possible. Yes. But, you know, it's a match that the crowd wanted. They saw that, and it was amazing. And now we, they, they both stepped up and said, we want to do it again, and we're going to make it bloodier yeah. and messier. So they want, at our one-year anniversary, to bring back the barbed wire ropes. And we all saw what happened yeah. last time with the barbed wire ropes. So a little <laughs> worried about that. But, you guys, i got to give them a lot of respect. This is T-Rex, the definition yeah, of pain. And BC yeah. stands for body count, if you guys didn't know about that. So you got the body right. count killer going up against the right. definition of pain in a round two main event. You don't want to miss that, ladies and gentlemen. Sonia, if you're not down there, I don't know what to tell you. Petey, I'll and, pick you up if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen BC Killer pick up Sean Black and put him through a table. Remember at oh. UEW, Lance? We just, I hadn't seen Lance. Yeah, we were there. And for some reason, he was sitting right next to me at the UEW show. And, and I just remember... BC Killer picking up Sean because he, he threw him all the way on the other side, and I just saw a big puff of smoke like from the the, the ground come up when he put him to the table, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he's got to have a hernia after that. But it, it's just it, it, you know, there's a certain place for a death match, and it's called the end of the world. So this is the end of the world. You know what I mean? Because this is it. Mm-hmm. Whoever comes out on top. It's over. You, you maybe shake his hand, and say, "Hey, man, you were the better man," or whatever. But between these two, that's a toss-up because that, that's two of the most, you know, biggest experienced guys or whatever. So it's just going to make for a whole night. So real quick for the people listening, if you want to come and check it out, it's OC Takeover. It's Saturday, November fifth. It's at the world famous Doll Hut in the city of Anaheim. It's at one zero seven South Adams. The doors open at six. The doors open at six and first bell six today. Last time they had a couple of dark matches, so I think they might have a couple then. But you got to get there early. It's it's a whole thing. You got to get there early if you want to get the 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 like I bought parking. almost all the ends because I bought yeah parking. But it's cool. I don't, I don't have a problem walking or whatever because it was. I, I had so much fun. I was down the street a little bit, I could, but I could care less because I, I enjoyed it. But I, hopefully the guy stocked up because I bought – not only did I buy the, the WCW belt, uh, the you know the Ted DiBiase belt, the money belt or whatever? I bought that. Cause yeah, the so million-dollar cool. champion. Yeah, it was so cool. So I got that, and then I got the one – of course, I had to get the one with the NWO sprayed on it. So I'm, t- I t- I'm telling you, man, I spent all my money before I even got there or whatever. So you definitely have to come and check it out. If they need information or whatever, Lance, what can they go to to make sure they they get all the information that they need? You can come directly to me, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm the big cheese and Tom this month. We take turns every show, and you can contact me, Lance Winners, on Facebook. You can contact ASC Wrestling on Instagram. You can also follow All Southern California Wrestling on Facebook as well. They all lead to the same phone. I'll get back to you within two business minutes. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much the rundown. 
Um, one more thing there? real quick. Let me throw it out there. Go ahead. I, like I said earlier, my friends are all about business. I like my friends to be business-oriented. So if you guys know any friends and that are vendors of any sort, send them my way. I'd love to make new friends. Perfect. Perfect. If you're there at the show, just look for the guy that has the ASCW wrestling boots, and that will be Lance because he's got some clean, nice new wrestling boots that have the ASCW on them so you can't miss them. So I've definitely come, you know, not just because Lance is on the show and Mark, you know, they, they put a concerted effort to make that show or whatever. I, I have mm. respect for both of them because they're like, bro, you know, you don't have to be married to UWC or whatever. You can come and work our show or you don't have to be married to this company. Well, you know, no, no problem, man. We just want the best and we want the people who are hungry and get their stuff done here. So that, that makes it, you, you know, that's what I talk to Manny about all the time too. Hey man, we're comfortable in our company that will, you know, whoever you want to come and work, you know, come and do it, man. We'll, we'll book you. So props to you guys on that. I definitely look forward to, to checking out the big OC takeover. Don't forget it's Saturday, November 5th. Doors open at 6, bells at 6.30. I highly recommend, again, that you get there early because there's just so much to do. Now, before we get out of here, one more time, you've got to try that burger. I'm, I am a, I am a grown man, and I think I've eaten everything under the sun, but that burger was – I never – I haven't stopped <laughs> talking about it. And we were driving to work the other day, and I was talking to Nicolette, and I go, man, I should go for another one of those burgers or whatever. She goes, no, no, I'll, I'll, well, I'll hook you up when we go next time. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Unfortunately, uh, Louis Alfaro will not be able to eat one because he's not going to have any teeth left after I'm finished with him. So maybe we can get him a protein drink or something <laughs> like that after, and we'll be You're good to go. So, <laughs> a million thank yous for coming on, Lance, man. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday, November 5th. Don't forget, if you want to uh, check out all the information or whatever, you can check out Lance Winter's social media as well as Marco Ortiz and all them, too. So make sure you check it out. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Lance, I'll see you soon. All right, my man? Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, you brother. Too, we'll, be right back after, we'll be right back after this. Hang on. We're going to get Sonia's news right after this. Caller on the line. Caller, are you there? Hey, Fabi, it's Nicolette. Oh, hey. We, we were just talking about you. It's funny because we were just talking about you, but we weren't talking about wrestling. We were talking about hamburgers <laughs> with carne asada on them. What's going on? <laughs> oh, hey, I'll give a couple people a shout-out, too. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Pete. Hi, how's it going? Right. Hey, so, Fabi, really quick, did you cover the subject about um, charity shows and benefit shows? I did, and I, I, you know, I feel so bad, but we talked about it, you know, I, I feel bad, but I just, I, I can't, I can't fathom how you could be a wrestler, because you have a job, you know what it takes, right? Sure, so there's a couple things I wanted to cover about that. One, go for it. it kills me to see the people that are together in a relationship in wrestling, independent or in a established company, and you're with a man, and your girlfriend or your wife is on OnlyFans, and it's like <laughs> you're telling her, hey, we can't make the rent or we can't make the mortgage this month, so can you hop on the Internet for at least an hour? Hey, can you – you're going yeah. to my nude today, but can you go full nude tomorrow? Hey, can, you know what I mean? It's like 
how do you have that conversation? One, I don't understand that, which is another part of having a full-time job. Okay. Two, as far as like the benefit shows, a lot of them Bobby and I have been to. I know that we went to we went to a show for somebody at Enoki. We went to their benefit show. Right. I remember that. And then we went to Albert's. Um, right. When he, when he met and we had next. no problem with that. Fabi and I yeah. were like, hey, tickets, you know, this is what it is. I was like, hey, I'll be there. I was excited to see everybody. You know, it was horrible under those terms. But then another thing is that as a promoter, when somebody does a show and they say, hey, we're having a charity show or a benefit show, the way I've known it is that that night it's open to all SoCal talent. And so when right. I see a charity show and they go, oh, the card's booked, so-and-so versus so-and-so uh, tag team match, I'm thinking, well, you didn't even give people a chance to show their respects because that means right. it's open to everybody. That means, Fabi, you could work at Lucha. That means, Nicolette, we don't want you to work as a wrestler. We want you to manage. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Jello can rest. Hey, you know what? Right. He can announce. We can all show our respects in a way. But when you already yes. book a card, it, that's not fair. We didn't get a chance to even show our respects. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I, you know, get, shouldn't you just say, hey, it's open to everybody. I'm not going to call you. Just show up, man. We'll put you on. Sure. We'll make this, we'll make this show huge. So the people who are coming to donate money are gonna, are gonna go. Dang, I, that, that was, that was a huge show. Uh-huh. That, that's a good point. Uh, Sonia, Pete, would you agree? Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Make it more you're open to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bobby, what happened to um, Mr. Kelly? He's not coming on. I don't know what happened. He gave me a different number to call. I called that number. He didn't answer. And then I sent him a text that said, uh, here's the here's the calling number, so go ahead and call. And he was adamant about coming on the show. So I don't know I don't know what <laughs> happened to him or whatever. So I don't know if he'll he'll call in or whatever. But you, you get we'll take it around the, the, the table. You get what I'm saying, right? I feel really bad, but it's just you know, how many benefit shows can you do? You know, you, you and, and not only that, but there's a couple of people out there who who end up homeless or whatever. And like Sonia was saying, you end up living in your car because, you know, you're trying to make a living at wrestling. And although the, the independent wrestling scene is plentiful, you know, it's it's not that lucrative. Now, let, let me pose this Especially question. Uh, wait, but Sonia has PG Jello. And I know yeah. uh, PDP has kids. So let's say that your kids come up to you and go, "Hey, um, uh, I'm not I'm not able to pay the bills, so I'm gonna do OnlyFans, Mom. So what do you think? What would you say, Sonia? Uh, I would beat her. I don't care if she's trained. I would still beat her. I would get my dad's belt and beat her. You see, that, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Real quick, she would never do that. Real quick, I have another caller on the caller. Are you there? Go ahead, brother. Who's who's this, Manny? Yeah, four. Manny, for some reason I'm he- hearing double on Manny or whatever. But real quick, let me yeah. let me finish this this subject real quick. PDP, give me your thoughts on that. Okay, to be fair, at the real press start, we have an OnlyFans. You can go into pieces <laughs> of our feet. Ten ninety nine. Yeah, feet things. <laughs> You can see him squish bananas with his toes. <laughs> well, if you if you do, and you have a child uh, that's a teenager, or let's say tw- in the twenties that's going into the business, and says, "Dad, I'm not making it. I'm gonna have to start an OnlyFans page," you would oh. have to say what? No. Because you say she'll say, "Well, you have a you have an OnlyFans page." Oh, you know, but see the thing is, is uh, look, look at like, right now. So WWE. They 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 banned their their 
wrestlers, the women wrestlers, from creating OnlyFans pages, but a lot right. of them have their own websites that they've created. They're not showing anything. Right. They're not showing nudity, but they're showing there's lingerie pictures. There's, you know, risky pictures on there. Um, yeah. A lot yeah. of the AEW girls have OnlyFans pages. They're not showing right. nudity, but they're showing a lot of, and, and from and, and so and, it's it's an, an avenue for them to earn a side income. Right now, what it is, what it is, is that sex sells. That's what's happening. Right. Promotion, you know, uh, McMahon, he's doing everything he can to save his butt. He has three companies already, two or three companies. He's doing everything he can to bring the old timers back that has names and sell the females too. You know, that's yeah. what it is. Well, you know, being 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 in a business for for quite a, for for some time myself. You know. We've all seen the, the 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 clothes of the females get skimpier and skimpier, and you got nothing but dirty old men and uh, horny little boys wanting to come see that show. Sex well, uh, I'm gonna make my quick, money. I don't care what it is. Nicolette, when when you first got into the business, okay, we won't mention any names, but there was a, there was a particular person who had a separate gym that that was all closed down, and you could do specific wrestling in specific clothes or whatever, and you were actually approached. But you, having a full-time job, did that play into you? You said, man, I don't need it because I have a full-time job. Or give me your mindset. Or did, you, did you think about it or just say, no, absolutely not? Oh, no. You know what? I went over there to go look at merch. They were selling uh, merch on the side, and I was actually going to purchase the shirts. And they were like, no, just take it for free, but please consider, like, coming to come work for us. And I was, <laughs> I was thinking, like, yeah, I do have a full-time job, but I'm thinking, like, gosh, I guess if times ever got tough, but I'm always like, well, you know, thank God I'm always up to date on my bills, but I guess I would have to go. And it surprises me, too, because here's the thing. I see these girls that work very hard, and to me, there's always that thing of, like, you can either have – it's very hard to have talent and looks. Eva Marie. Uh-huh who I right. named myself after when my Nicolette Marie looks very minimal talent right. and they, right. they know it. Yeah. And then I see these girls that do have talent. I won't mention any names and I don't like the whole body shaming thing. And Fabi and I went to a Lucha show, two very talented girls get inside the ring and they're putting in work and the crowd is chanting gordita, which means like yes. heavy in Spanish. And Fabi and I are looking yeah. at each other like that's so like wrong and like disrespectful, but it's like, there's that standard of like, they're not getting picked to go on OnlyFans. They're not getting picked to go on custom matches because they're known as gordita. But so to come up to me, I'm thinking, well, what section, what category am I going to be under? You know? <laughs> okay. Oh, my so I don't want to take that risk. <laughs> yeah. But you know, not, nothing for nothing. The person who approached you, who I've known very well for a long time, that business itself is very lucrative, and they've been able to to keep a company going and and you know, open a, a, a training place and have students and stuff like that. And that was a big part of it. So a lot of the girl wrestlers who are, are trying to get to get, you know, get into the upper echelon or whatever, they went and said, Hey, look, man, I got to do what I got to do. Put me in that ring, put me in this outfit or whatever. And have had to do it. So if there wasn't such a, what's the word I'm looking for need for it, and they made it so lucrative, I, you know, it, it wouldn't even be a question. But another reason why, even as a woman, you have to have a job, then you don't have to, to go to that. If you want to, the option's there, but you don't have to do it. That's the point I'm trying to make, yeah. right, Nicolette? Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. And again, too, Father, I heard you saying that you've worked shows many times, and you're like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I'm not getting paid. I've done that so many times, too. I always say, like, I have to take a minimum of bumps 
for me to get paid. And if not, I'm good. Like, I know that I was managing on the side of the ring. I don't want any money. Hey, you know what? You right. guys hooked it up. Hey, don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? You guys had a free photographer. Like, I'm going to get those pictures back. So don't worry about it. Like, there's other guys that I see that are out here, like, taking multiple bumps. There's guys out here that are, you know, flying over the top rope. Give them that money. I know, you know, I know what the budget is for independent wrestling. Right, and see, that's yeah. why that's why it's good to have Manny on here, and and we'll get into that too because we we talk about that all the time, and and I go, hey man, this guy wants X amount of money or whatever, and Manny's like, he's you know, dude, that's a lot of money. We could bring two people for that. So the 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 point I try to make to these guys is, look, man, you're not coming to work for free. We're gonna pay you a pretty good. Uh, amount of money, but we're working with you to get you some good matches. Like Guy Cool, Hellman Rose Crown, I never have a problem with those guys. They're like, dude, yeah, go ahead and pay me that. As long as when you bring a Santana or something like that, let me work with them and I'm all good. So so that, you know, but then you got these guys and want $150 for 10 minutes work and it's like, dude, you are a good talent, but you, you, you kill us with that or whatever. So that's how we kind of weed them out. You know, this guy's hungry. He'll go ahead and work for this amount. So we're going to give him those matches when those guys come down. That, to me, that's what it's all about. But if you don't have a job and this is your only source of income, you're going to say, I got to work for 150 or or $300, and you're not going to get that much work. I mean, Manny, would you agree? Well, you know, yeah, I do, Bob. But the thing is, simply the fact is, is, is being a wrestler at one time and now being a promoter, you got guys that want X amount of dollars but don't want to put the time in and promoting the shows too, okay? Now, I'm not going to pay you X amount of dollars if you don't want to come out and promote the show because I'm going to see everything online, okay? The wrestlers are one out who's promoting our event, okay? If you don't want to help promote, why should I give you the money? Why should right. I actually hire you next time if we have a good wrestler show coming up, you know? Yes. Why would I do that? We Nicolette, have meetings, are you still there? Cut this guy. Put this guy on the fence. Yeah. I don't want him around. You know? Because I'm not going to play this yeah. game. You know? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm putting asses in the seat. So we're not, well, where are they promoting you? They're not, nobody's calling your name out. You know? Yeah. I don't hear any of that. You know? Well, Manny, we're, now, doing, now we're I, doing all the promotions ourselves. Yeah. Well, now that I have you on the phone and on the, on the line, can we possibly do something to get Pete Jr. a, a real phone? Because he just dropped. And he, <laughs> it happened. He says where he where he's at. Uh, he doesn't get that good reception or whatever. But uh-huh. we gotta get we gotta get him some source of what because he, he just dropped or whatever off the thing. Oh. So we we gotta do a, we gotta do a, a benefit show for him or a, some go. sort of a telethon or something just to get him a good focus. He dropped again, but anyways, it, it just it makes sense, man. Well, you know, nobody's going to be a millionaire in this business in independent wrestling. The whole goal is to get your name out there, get your stuff out there so that people will notice you. And then you go to New Japan or you go to, to WWE and you start making the big bucks. So that's that's just the point we're, we're trying to make. And I wish these wrestlers wouldn't take it so personal because it's definitely not personal. It's just business. And we're trying to help you, but you can only do so much. If we paid these wrestlers what we wanted, we would be fifteen hundred dollars to two thousand dollars in the hole. I mean, it's just it's just a fact. Yeah. So you know, hopefully we'll have somebody to work with us. Now I got to get to the news real quick because I'm running up against the clock. What happened to Mr. Cali? I don't know. Maybe he needs a, a new phone or whatever. So, uh, Nicolette, did you want to hang for the news? Or you got to go. Um. Yeah. Sure. I'll stay on for the news. No problem. Okay. What about you, Manny? Thank you. I'll stick around. 
Okay, let me take a quick break. This will be real quick, and then we'll be right back. Hold on, everybody. an ACDC song, but I don't know where the heck we got that from. But anyways, real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com to get all the latest information. Um, I got Manny, the, the owner and proprietor of UWC itself. I got Sonia. I got 1,000% knockout Nicolette. Unfortunately, Pete dropped off or whatever, so we'll have to try to find him. But Real quick before we get started, don't forget you got to check out Paul's Photo. Paul's Photo is your one-stop shop for all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. Paul's Photo has a wide variety of cameras, lenses, lighting, as well as bags and accessories. Paul's Photo also offers classes, workshops, adventures, events, and guest speakers. You can also check out Paul's Rentals, which include cameras, lighting, and backdrop stands. Check out their website at paulsphoto.com, or you can always call 310-375-7014 for more information. Paul's Photo, start your adventure today. Man, if you can rent cameras, lighting, and all that, you can, You want to talk about OnlyFans? You can put some lighting, you really look good. But anyways, Sonia, what do you have for us in the news? I have, first is that Jim Ross is cancer-free, yes. which is awesome. That's always the, and then uh, how they switched Ray Mysterio for Baron Corbin. They put Baron Corbin on Raw and Ray Mysterio on SmackDown. Well, they they did it because of the whole Dominic Mysterio thing, right? Yeah, that's what I was like wondering. Like, it's so weird. Well, <laughs> so, since, why? since you brought that up, let's take that around the horn. I, I, I love Rey Mysterio to death, but I think Dominic is, is the worst. I mean, even though you try to make him tough or you, he just does not have that specific look or talent that his dad has, even a lot of the Lucha Libre uh, uh, podcasts and stuff that I listen to, they say the same thing. They say, bro, we love you, but you, your son, you need, to, you need to send him away for a year and a half, let him train, and then maybe bring him back under the mask as a different character or something because just what they have now is not working. I tend to agree. I think that's why they put him with Finn Balor and all them. So let's take it around the horn. Let's go to Nicolette Marie first. What do you think? Okay, Fabi, I think that you said it right when you said he does not have the look. I've noticed that too. To me, when I who I compare him to is Hook. And when I've seen Hook, and I saw somebody tweeted about this, somebody in the AEW locker room, it was a girl who was, like, older than me, and Hook went out and he did a promo. And he said, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a promo. He pushed Dan Hansen against the wall, or Dan Housen against the wall. Yeah. And then, like, this girl tweeted it, and she said, okay, me next. But it was, like, a, like a sexual <laughs> thing. And it's, like, the girls, because I'm one of them, see it in Hook, but I don't see it in Dominic. It's just, bleh. I I don't yeah. really get it. And so if I don't he know. had, like, the look and the talent, it would sell. But Hook has that look and that talent. He's very nice-looking. He's way younger, but he's nice-looking. He has that talent from his dad. And I don't know if it was Taz 
that thought that whole thing up, like you're not going to talk at all at first and just come out and, and you know, hit some moves or whatever. But it, it just it gave people that anticipation or whatever, and, and it worked, and it really made it. I mean, you have to have talent or whatever. But real quick, we got another caller. Like, caller, are you there? It's Pete again. I got disconnected. <laughs> I was calling back in. Both of you guys were still going. We just we just um, talked about uh, having a, a benefit show for you to get you a good phone so that you don't drop anymore. <laughs> so, uh, had, did you did you listen? Had you been listening at all about the news about Rey Mysterio and Dominic uh, about bringing in your your? Because like Bret Hart is one of the few that like the dad was was a badass shoot wrestler, and then Bret Hart just continued yeah. it on. I mean, awesome. But Dominic is just is just not there. Would you agree or? I, I you know what I, I kind of like what he's doing with this new group, but at the same time, yeah, it, it's he's too. There, uh, there's just something about him that's missing. I don't know. He's just, he doesn't have it. Whatever it is, it's just uh, it's just not there for me. It, it yeah, is, so you know, father. and, and like, father's the one that's making him look good. That's what it is. Yeah. Without his father, he's nothing because he he's trying to go solo. Well, he's going solo, but they're they're not they're not uh, shopping him right. You know, right. that's how I feel. I, yeah, I think I think the, the thing is that he doesn't have his own his own character. He doesn't have that charisma that Ray has. He, right. He's just there, there's something missing there that is just it's it, like I mean he like as a worker I think he was doing great. He like he, you know there there's there's some you know uh, there's a lot of I mean there's room for improvement obviously, but I right. think he's he's doing great. Um, but it's just, there's something from his character that's missing. Well, that haircut is gone off. I mean, I, I don't know if he's oh, trying God, to like yeah. and, and have like the Eddie style haircut, but it just it just does not work, man. I mean, it's just you, you gotta you gotta take a step back, take him do some more training, bring him back as something else, maybe put him under the hood. Now, real quick, okay, because I'm I'm running up against the clock. We got Eddie Bernal coming on uh, next week. He's MMA fighter, next week practitioner, stuff like that. So I'm going to get him on, and we're going to talk some jiu-jitsu. We're going to talk some MMA, you know, because MMA always complaining about the money. And, and like they say, Dana White makes so much money, and he doesn't even have to take a punch, and blah, 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 whatever. That That's cool. Now, since I have everybody here, I'll, I'll, and we're running up against the clock, I, I have an MMA-related question, Okay. On, on my other show, which is mostly MMA, I, I, I had a couple of jiu-jitsu guys up because they had the big, it's called the Abu Dhabi Combat Championship. It's the biggest, it's, it's, far, it's like only once every three years, and it's the, the, the top, you know, you have to be invited, you have to qualify, and everything. Now, I had the, the main man, Seth, Seth, on with us talking about it, and, and what he said to me, which kind of made sense, is he said, you know, I'm not steroid testing anymore. He goes, because a lot of these guys from Brazil take steroids legally, and then they come down here, and they go up against our guys or somebody from wherever, and, and they have the advantage. So this way, I'm saying, I'm not testing. So if you want to take steroids, you go right ahead, and at least it's an even playing field. You know, the, the Brazilians or, or somebody from Cuba or somebody don't have the advantage of taking steroids, and, and our guys don't. So I'm not testing. It's an even playing field. You take as many steroids as you want. I could care less. And it evened out the playing field. Now, 
they were just about four weeks ago in Las Vegas, and you should have seen these guys. I mean, it like you know when you go to the zoo and you see like the the silverback gorillas, and they start they start like pushing each other. That's what it looked like. I mean, they were humongous. But I thought, well, he's got a point. Let's make it an even playing field, right? So let's take it around the horn, okay? Well, we'll start with Sonia. What do you think? It is was that a smart move, making it an even playing field, or do you think they yeah. should just try to find a way to test everybody? Well, I mean, if they're if they're doing it legally from their country and then they come here to fight, it's kind of like how can you control that when they're doing it legally? But um, yeah, I think it's that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> steroids are just I I don't, just don't like those. I don't like when people take them. And <laughs> it, so, it's and a like, part of life, I mean, though. Okay, it's part of even the playing field, but Jesus, steroids for everybody. <laughs> steroids all around. Manny, since we have Eddie Bernal coming on and Ace Jiu Jitsu and everything like that, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about this. G- give me your thoughts on that, because it, it to me it made sense. Hey, man, don't let these guys have the advantage. Just, they're gonna do it anyways. Let's make it an even playing field. You know what I mean? So, well, what do you think about that? Don't they have a commissioner or, or uh, rules and regulations in that about steroids and all that? They do, but so many people are getting around it or whatever. Um, wow. You know that. To me, it just that sounds like the like the the good alternative. Well, that that's up to to the 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 companies themselves that are promoting the shows or whatnot. I mean, uh-huh. if the fighter gets really jacked up, then they're gonna blame steroids, you know, right. or whatever it may be. But there's right. gotta be an understanding. In mano and mano, man, that's what it is. Yeah. You signed up for the gig, you know, you know what you're getting yourself into. So, <laughs> one one so thousand percent just, knockout, Nicolette. Like, okay. Real quick, Manny, Nicolette and I know uh, uh, a fighter named John Thomas who, you know, took the time, got himself in shape. He's in fantastic shape now. And he, now everybody, as soon, Nicolette, right, as soon as he started posting his pictures, he's like, dude, you're on the sauce. And and he's not. So, right? They're, 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 oh, what do you do? This guy was going to, I think, CrossFit. Yes. That was his thing. And we saw his photos of him training at CrossFit. Yeah. So do you think it, it's it's... It's un. I mean, do you think it's a good idea, or do you think it's not? Since a lot of the guys are are doing PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs, and some aren't, it's an unfair advantage. So if you just say, "Look, take whatever you want," everybody's on the same playing field. To me, it seems like that makes sense. What do you think? No, it is very unfair, and let's fight clean. <laughs> like when we so, say that, like, "Are you fighter? Are you ready? Are you ready?" Like, okay, let's have a clean fight. Let's have a clean fight in everything. Yeah, PDP. Well, you know what? I, I, I remember. So there's a story between what uh, you were just talking about your fighter uh, with John Cena and uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard. That he said uh-huh. when he met uh, when he met John Cena, he told him he goes, "You got a good look, but get out the gas, kid." And John Cena was offended by that because he was 100 percent clean at that or uh-huh. at that time. I don't know. I mean, he's crazy, still is. But it's one of those stories yeah. that kind of echoes where it's like, like he looks like he's on the gas all the time, but like. And then in baseball, there was this thing where it was like, when, remember when uh, Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and all these guys were getting all these home runs? And it got yeah. to the point where it's like, well, why don't we create our own league? And, like, <laughs> the you're, you know, league. all these guys can use performance-enhancing drugs. They can do whatever they need to do. And it's your choice whether you want to do it or not. And yeah. it, so it's like it, it gives you the option. So it's like I can, I can say I'm 100% clean, and I'm going to face this guy that I know is – is juice to the gills, and and I, I'm gonna take my chances. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where it's. <laughs> you know, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name drop or whatever, but it's just the truth. I used to do a show with the Big Schwag, Looney Lane, Samoa Joe, and and John Cena, who was working as the prototype at the time. He he would come down every now and again and, and be in the chat room, and we talk all the time. And there was this young kid that go, Oh, John, I want to be just like you, and 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 I, I'm gonna buy this creatine and put. And he goes, Dude, go to the liquor store. I mean, go to the grocery store and buy you two steaks. It's the same thing. And they go, Oh, and I got this this. Uh, pre-workout that he goes dude go buy a can of Folgers and it's the same thing just go don't waste your money or whatever <laughs> and, and, and we used to laugh you know and he goes these kids think that this is the do it he goes but you you got to get in the gym and you got to train or whatever so that's I kind of get it you know you, you, you that's the first thing they're going to think but you know you can do it or whatever plus you're going to live a little bit longer or whatever so you know just come on man take it easy but anyways we're running up against the clock, so with all that being said, don't forget next week we're going to have a, uh, Eddie Bernal, Ace Jiu-Jitsu, uh, Manny says, don't forget to mention Tim Cartmel, who is one of the trainers or whatever. So we'll get into that. We'll, we'll talk to him about that. And Jiu-Jitsu now is so, like, I don't want to say popular because it's so dumb, but it's just it's evolved so much that you can actually make a living from it. You can you can get your black belt. You can uh, open your own uh, jiu-jitsu dojo and, and make money and stuff like that. And a lot of these tournaments, like Eddie Bravo brought it to the forefront with Eddie Bravo Invitational, where they're making money. And, and, and you know, there's, there's it's very lucrative as far as being able to win some of these tournaments and, and you know, growing from there. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week. Um, real quick for the people listeners, don't forget, you can check out OC Takeover Saturday, November 5th at the Doll Hunt. And even though he didn't call in, I don't know what happened to him, don't forget XWW. Um, it's this Sunday. It's going to be at the Metroplex Gym. It's going to be outside, so I don't know if you need to bring a jacket or whatever. But, dude, it's light tubes, barbed wire, uh, thumbtacks, and no shoes. The wrestlers can't wear any shoes, so they're going to be stepping in the glass and stuff. So I wanted him to come on so he could talk about that because I was going to be like, well, if you ain't got no shoes, take your shirt off, and then we'll really separate the men from the boys or whatever. So I think it's, so you, you might want to come down and check that out because, you know, when you when you go in there with no shoes, that's I, just wrestling – Regular with no shoes is a lot, but if you go in there with no shoes, it's going to be ridiculous. So I'll have the information for that on my social media. So real quick, I'll go up and down the line. Manny, thank you for coming on. And uh, we talked a little bit about um, UWC in the opening. We talked, Sonia and I talked a little bit about hopefully getting that show going over there at Paul's Photos because it is a really good place to do a show. So we're, hopefully we'll be able to meet up and talk a little bit about that. 1,000% knockout, Nicolette. I will see you. On November 5th, because we're going down there to go do some damage on Louis Alfaro, who took a bad turn for the right. And PDP and Sonia, I'm hoping we can meet on Sunday just so we can, because Manny and I talked about after the new year, maybe in early February, we hope to be at Paul's Photos, but there's so much red tape that we got to get through, so we got to find a way to kind of work around that. I think I have the solution, but we'll have to get together and do that. So, all right, you guys good? Hey, Bobby, hey, Bobby really quick, before, before you take off, hey, Go for don't it. forget, you can also, you can listen to U, UWC Radio, we're on Spotify, and on iTunes now, on, on, on Apple Podcasts, so you can find, you, you can find UWC Radio, if you can't listen live, you can hear us on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
You know, I talked to Shamu Jr. and he told me that he listens to uh, to it on Spotify. Well, Nicolette already dropped off. Not that she, her phone's not working, but she's good, so she just <laughs> dropped. So, uh, uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. Go ahead, man. You want to say something? No, no, no. That was it. That was it. About the Spotify and the iTunes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete beat me to it. Okay, perfect. Uh, Sonia, uh, we can honestly say no OnlyFans for PG Jello. Exactly. She's going to get back to training now. <laughs> is, is that the case? Like, has, she been, has she been training at all? Or? No, because she had that medical issue. It went away uh-huh. now, so she can get back into training. And Chaz is actually uh, at the West Covina one now, too. So she's okay, going to be perfect. back to Chaz. Perfect. Well, that works out well. So. With all that being said, we'll see you all next either either next Tuesday or next Thursday. I have to get with Sonia and Pete and uh, uh, see what we can get done. We, we want to do Thursday, but with work and everything. Um, if not, uh, I I have full faith in both. Well, I, I got to be honest. I have full faith in Sonia. Pete, I don't know because stuff drops. But I think if he just <laughs> if, if he goes straight into the into the uh, blog talk and and goes straight into the blog talk, he'll be fine. So we, if I can't, I, I have full faith that, that they can handle it. Uh, hopefully, we can meet on Sunday. I don't know what you guys got going on. I'm working for XWW, but I'm in free in the morning. If not next week or whatever, I just I would really like to do a show at Paul's Photo. I think that's the, the perfect venue. I think we can sell it out, and and I'm you know looking forward to trying to work for that. So you guys all cool with that? Yep. Sounds good to me. All right. Perfect. Okay. For the people listening, don't forget all those shows that are coming up. We'll keep everybody posted. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. Don't forget next week, Eddie Bernal, Ace Jiu-Jitsu, Tim Cartmel, who was one of the trainers and everything over there. We'll, hopefully we'll have them all on. And we'll, we'll talk about steroids, Jiu-Jitsu, and everything. So make sure you check us out there. All right. Everybody good? Yep. Good. Bye. All right. We'll see everybody at the matches. All right, everybody. Good night.